Back again, back again, back again. It's been a long time still for me. It's been like two weeks since I've actually recorded, or three weeks. So starting this off is a bit techy, but I thought, fuck it. We might as well go for an episode today. And we were having a conversation earlier. We were on FaceTime earlier, so I was like, might as well. See, see what Nikita's saying? Tay Day's not about everyone. Slacking again. Um, no, I'm joking. <laughs> nah, man said slacking again. Nah, Tay Day's not about, he's busy doing up Batman. I've started to call him Batman because of how he works at <laughs> night and in the day he's Bruce Wayne just chilling. But um, we can go into that later again. Um, it's been a good week though. It's been a, definitely a good week for me. Man's finally employed. Yeah, you're actually yeah. killing it. Out here. Out here employed. Got like a full-time job coming soon. Doing up software development. You and can't, that. You can't it's, see it's Nathan's face, but every time he talks about it, he is... <laughs> glowing it's honestly like you've had it's like an aftersize glow that's what you look like right now (laughs) yeah because i feel like nah because i was i was for a long time i was thinking am i actually dumb like am i (laughs) am i not good enough like nah because i was getting rejection rejection and i was like nah like these lot are flopping on me like i'm actually I'm tough. Like I'm, I'm a, I'm a calm guy. What like, did I'm you tell yourself? Like, you're tough. Didn't you get told by someone that you were overqualified? Yeah, but that was for a job. That wasn't for like a graduate job. That was for like a part-time job. That's how low I was getting. <laughs> like I know some me and my boys. I'm not trying to violate anyone in like um, street cleaning, sweep, sweeping, and that being mm-hmm. a dustbin man. But they're like. Some of the jobs I was going for, I was itchy just like, this is like, this is not how I envisioned my life. Like, <laughs> at all, at all. So like, when I got the call the other week after doing like four assessment days, blah, 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 they're saying I got the job. I was itchy just like, lost for words and that. Had a like, little tear shed for my And that, it's cause, yeah, cause it was like, three years of uni, one year work experience, mm-hmm. up north in Cardiff and all of that. It's techie, it's techie, bro. It's quite hard to do, all far away from home and shit. So, and with all, everyone being like, oh, do you need a degree in that? Yeah, it is, um, yeah. Maybe a degree was actually useful, do you know what I'm saying? So that helped as well. Um, my parents' reaction was what, mad, though. What, say what your mum said? first thing my mum said was basically that she don't have to work no more. She was literally just like, thank God. She was literally, she was literally just like, oh, you can buy this for the You can do this for the house. I'm so excited. The garden can be done. We're getting you and I'm just thinking sleeping. in my head, right, like, yeah, legit. I was, this is how it feels when you've got a girl aside. Like, we're bringing the peace, joint joint bank account. I feel like I'm going to have your a joint bank account. Your mum's your number one woman like, in I'm your calm life with now. That. Yeah, she mm-hmm. deserves it. She deserves it, 100%. But, um, for a little piece, I thought all that money was going to be mine, but it's coming. It's I'm hearing of random cousins I never heard of, and uncles and stuff calling what, me, being like, "How's oh, you got a banging job?" And I'm, yeah, legit. And I'm just like, ah, oh, I ain't really heard from you in a minute. But that's enough of me. What about you? What have you been saying? Well, I'm back home from Edinburgh, the uh, up north. Um, oh, basically, I go to uni there, so I study fashion. <laughs> Probably should have said that. Um, yeah, I handed in my work for semester one, which was, not gonna lie, like, I'm quite a chilled out person, and I kind of, I don't pack everything into the end, but I work quite well under pressure, so not gonna lie, the last week was Mm -hmm. very pressurised, 
Um, but yeah, as in like before my hand in, I went to bed at three, woke up at seven, presentation at 10. And yeah, it went well. I was quite happy because I'm usually quite harsh on myself. Then literally the day after I sent all the parcels out for drop two um, of my collection called Buy Nikita Vora. We'll talk about that later on. <laughs> Yeah, little plug. There I know. You go. I'm gonna be doing that throughout. <laughs> um, and mm-hmm. yeah, I'm yeah back home in Hertfordshire, missing. I don't know if I'm missing uni actually. I don't know. I've only been home for a few days, but I was a bit reluctant to come home because you know when you're like, oh, like I can't leave my socks wherever I want in the house, or I can't like I have mm-hmm. to clean that dish as soon as I do it. But it's been nice. But um, how funny is this? My mum was like to me, yeah, me and your dad have been getting on so well when you left. And I was like, oh, Mad. okay. <laughs> nah, your kids are definitely the reason why a lot of divorces Yeah, happen. I definitely think, because I don't think my 100%. dad can concentrate on two women at once. I think that's where he goes a bit wrong. <laughs> Swear. <laughs> Which is promising, oh, to be fair. But um, yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying at home. It's, I'm tired, but I've got my dissertation in, in like three weeks and we've got some exciting things to be talking about. We'll drop that in as well later mm-hmm, on. 100%. 100%. And then in other news, I generally have been crying over Arsenal and I know oh you were God, telling me to grow up. Grow up. <laughs> yeah, but like, unless, if you're going to tell me to grow up, at least like come with an actual argument of why I should grow up and why it don't matter because I don't think you can because I've told this many times on the pod before but like a a man's affiliation to his sports team is probably the most consistent thing the most consistent thing that he's adored for his Mm. life apart from his parents and maybe siblings let name another consistent thing well um I've not well my dad's not really into that kind of thing at all so I've never grown up in a family where football's been like predominant in the household so I don't really get it yeah, so you're just a hater and I don't I, you're just a hater uh-huh. <laughs> you're just a hater no I'm not I just think it's pathetic I actually think it's pathetic I think it's pathetic behaviour and I do think you should grow up because if you're the type of person, which I know you are, whose day will get ruined, maybe even weekend, from something going wrong, Arsenal not getting a goal in, which they usually don't. I I support them, by the way, before you get at me. But um, I think you're that type of person and I think that is absolutely pathetic behaviour. But imagine seeing something every single week so close to your why? heart. Like why? 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 Why is it close to your heart? Because it's like they lived. I'm local to Arsenal. A lot of the players I've looked up to, they've Because think of it like this: when if I look for something to raise mm-hmm. me up, that means that it's obviously got the ability to like bring me down. But it means that say if I'm having a bad week and Arsenal play and they win, I'm calm. No, you. what about that? Is that perfect? I don't know. I feel like it's an addiction and you need to sort it out. You know what? I'm not going to have that. I'm not going to have that But you all. know, the thing but is, I, can, I think on. you know I'm right. Nah. I can tell by the way you're smiling, you know I'm right. That's the thing. All right, I wish... I wish that I didn't support football as much as I did, but the influence that it has around the world and for people is just undeniable at the end of the day. It's undeniable. I always thought you were such... Undeniable. You come across as such a sane person. 
but I, you, I don't think you are. What do you mean? <laughs> I've wrapped, what, you're telling me my... Shut up, okay. We're moving on, we're moving on, we're moving on, because I'm going to get a bit heated here, and I don't rate this at all from you. Yeah, but okay. I also quite enjoy um, winding you up, so, but I do believe everything I said, and I back myself. I think you're pathetic. Anyway, yeah, let's okay. move on. <laughs> all right. Thank you, thank you. For everyone listening, get out Nikia, go into her DMs and just rinse Oh, her, speaking okay? of going into rinse my her. DMs from this podcast, how funny oh, she, is that? Yeah. Um, I showed my mum today That's and mad. she was like, mm, no, obviously not. Explain that, explain Basically, that. Basically, I came on this podcast a while ago and we were talking about, like, dating. Were we talking about dating? We were talking about dating, I think. But yeah, bear in mind, like, stuff. both of us know not much about it. Um... I'm joking. <laughs> and um, then this boy, listen, can, can I read it out? Is that deep? Read it out, but don't okay. say his name. Because he's doing the most. I think you should have given him a chance, to be fair. I'm, I'm not going to answer that, but it's hilarious. Anyway, so this boy messages me, slides into my DMs. They're open to be slid into, by the way. Holy shit, you're absolutely hilarious. Heard you on Scorper podcast and started listening to yours, and I've experienced, oh, mine's called Bigger the Hoop, um, to yours, and I've experienced whatever the opposite of the ick is from your amazing banter, because we had an episode called The Ick. Oh, he's probably listening to um, this now, actually. Hey. Yeah. Um, and then he goes, anyway, if you're up for going to the rum kitchen, let me know. I live just around the corner from there, which means he thought about what I wanted, because I've said on multiple times on the Big of the Hoop podcast that I love Jamaican food, and I like going to the rum kitchen, put two and two together... And thought about it, but the thing is, because he lives round the corner from there, what's he expecting? Me to go back. Never going to happen. Right. What are you on about, me? I personally think, yeah, that you can just never win with females sometimes. Like, he's taking the time to learn about what you like, the food you like. He's even got an exit plan <laughs> and all of that. He's taking the risk to slide in your DMs and you're just hotting him out in front of everyone. My guy, I know you started off listening to us. This is why you don't listen to Bigger Than Hoop because they're going to air out your details on the net. I will never do that to you, bro, because I got That's you. That's such a lie because so, you put it on your Instagram you, story, did you not? You screenshotted it and put it, it on there. Private. It was private. That was private. That yeah, was private. look at you now. It's private smiling. Instagram. Um, no, I... You're, you're going to get me in I trouble rate, I rate, <laughs> I honestly, big time, I think that's so sweet. I rate it so much. And I, obviously, I'm so gassed because I've told... I've not told that many... Well, I've now told everyone who listens to this podcast. So, clearly, I am quite gassed. <laughs> but rate it. I absolutely rate it. I'm just... I'm... I'm... I'm busy. You're busy. Is that your? Is that your it's excuse? It's not an excuse. It's the truth. Stop trying to pimp me out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Fine. You're busy. You're busy. I'm not. Okay. You're mm. busy. All right. Cool. So you're busy. Um, in other words, in other terms of being busy, there is an increased demand in the UK for underground bunkers at the moment because man are truly thinking that this COVID thing is going to be the end of the world. <laughs> like, what is his name? That Hancock Donny just come out with a saying. There's a new strain. Of COVID, mm. you know what he's doing. He's coming like those dealers. I was like, literally about, about to say, sounds all these like different flavors, like super silver, chronic, toenail haze, <laughs> like pineapple Kush. Like I remember the first time a dealer said to me, he's got peanut butter breath. Oh, I would have been allergic. Peanut butter breath. 
What the fuck is that? But yeah, we've got new strains of COVID. They've been grown in the grow house or something. <laughs> I don't know where in the South or where in London, but apparently we got new strains of COVID. And man are buying underground bunkers. So I've got a question mm-hmm. for you. How many men are you picking and why? Okay, well, at first I thought I should say my family, but I'm gonna be honest, I can do that. I, I, I love them so much, but my brother's nine years younger than me. I'm going to want to clap him around the head within 10 minutes of being in that bunker. Yeah. So I reckon I choose my flatmates. So you're gonna leave them to die? Oh, are they gonna die? Can't they just get one next door? What, you think this is an underground bunker thing? That's just Oh like, shit, they're gonna die. Everyone oh, no, gets one, should, it's the end I of the world. Probably... What do you thought? Did you thought this was just a sleepover? Man's buying underground bunkers for no reason. <laughs> a choice? No. If you had a choice out of bare things, why would an underground bunker? I'd rather a yard. I, <laughs> I thought this was just a bit of like thinking outside of the box, like niche choice. But. Well, you think this is creative thinking exercise? No. This is a I real thought life you were just situation. Getting my juices Man, Ooh, I don't mean it like that. That came out wrong. But. Um, Okay, well, then I have to take my family, obviously. So that's three people. Um, my grandparents are quite old and they're in India, so I'm sure there's bunks out there. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that's your excuse for leaving them to die. Okay, well, anyway, there's three of us. There's four of us in my house, plus my flatmates, but then I have to bring their families with me. This is getting a bit crowded. Um, exactly. I feel who stressed. do you really care? Like, who do you actually? If who do you actually? Do you know when you're like chilling with man? Actually, I'm not gonna say this because this is a violation. But like, who would you actually? It would burn you. If do you they ever? Died yeah. Do you ever do that when you're with your friends and you look around the room and I like sometimes sit there and think, which of you do I actually like? Is that really bad? <laughs> it's not about. I understand where you're coming from. It's not about like. It's more who about you, like who who. Some man are just there for the ride, innit? And you have common interests. But when you truly deep it, it's like, are you risking your life? I know who I would pick, but the only thing is, that means I have to be with them 24-7. And I, 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 I'm a sociable person. Like I, I am very sociable um, yeah. in my bubble. But... Uh, I like my own space and I don't think I could do that. I would probably also pick people who were like quite fit and healthy so that I knew that I wouldn't have to watch them die in my bunker. <laughs> that you know what? That is a good that's a good way of thinking about it. And like they though. can go and get 100%. all the food because you know I've got quite a few allergies and I've got asthma, so I'm not the fittest, so <laughs> yeah. I need people to depend on. So I'm just thinking logistically. Yeah, because a lot of people would be like, oh, in my underground bunker, I'd just have myself. I and don't like, know why you're taking the piss because I said that you to rely you. On people. I said that to you. Yeah, but like, you, you, you don't realise how much you rely on yeah. people. Like, especially when people do things that you don't see. Yeah. It's, you know um, it's, it's, For you actions well. speak louder than words, don't they? It's the small things that go unnoticed, but they, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I was trying to come up with some good phrase. No, it's true. My like my flatmates are actually really caring. Like they do really sweet small gestures. Not small, they're big gestures. They do very sweet yeah. gestures. They would definitely be in my bunker without a doubt. I yeah, they're my ride or die, and their boyfriends actually. They're my best friends as well. But yeah, I definitely want you, healthy people. Do you think yeah? <laughs> do you think 
you're the problematic one. Would you be the problematic one in the bunker or would you be the one that's trying to lead and pattern everything? So, like, you've got the guy that's like, let me out, let me out, like, always moaning, trying to do the most, eating man's food when they're sleeping. Are you just in there on your own survival thing or are you there being If someone the said, let me out, I'd open the door and say, go on then, but you're not coming back. Um... Well, yeah, they probably, you never know. Because I definitely have boys that are like, they're problematic in the normal world. Imagine so what they'd if be we like bring then. Them in the bunker, do you know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, the bunker, we've got to call this a new society. Like, this is a new collective society. And I think in this new world, let's call it the new world order, some things can't run. Some things can't run. Okay, 100%. yeah, then I can't have I can't have everyone that I'd want because they just piss me off. I'm quite an easygoing person and I'm quite relaxed, like not a lot really like freaks me out. So I know I wouldn't be problematic. Whether I would do things that would piss people off for my own entertainment because I'd be bored by winding people up, yeah, I know I would do that, so that's probably quite problematic. But mm. I would want people who pull their weight as well, like clean your area and cook and like we all need to pull our weight so i can't have any lazy lazy people in my bunker are you a moaner you moan a lot i know you're a moaner i can i already know i think you'd be i think you'd be all right to have in a bunker i actually think you'd be quite easy going but then after a while i think you'd like go on and on and on and on and i'd be like nathan just get out you got deeper like this yeah if i'm moaning something is not (laughs) up to scratch So is it my fault for moaning or is it the fact that something's not up to scratch? Or maybe you have too high standards. I've got to lower my standards Uh now. Okay. I'll take take note of that. Because, I don't know, do you you know when something just gets on your nerves and someone doesn't even mean to do it? Like, sometimes just... When you chill with someone for a certain amount... Like, have you ever been around someone and they're actually honestly doing nothing? And the, like, and the sight of them pisses nothing. you off. <laughs> yeah, literally, like, I remember doing my diss in my kitchen and every day my dad would come down like, every hour <laughs> making tea and he'd be like, hello, Nathan. And, like, i just stare him out. Whilst, like, maybe because I was unhappy with my diss, i just stare him out. And in my head I'm thinking, why is this man always making tea? Like, why is he always eating? Like, I have. I noticed like when he butters his bread, he always leaves crumbs on the side of the table. Like, why does he do that? And then after a while, it was actually burn. Like it was actually starting to burn. Like every time I could hear him walking down the stairs, I'd be like, "Bro, do not come in this kitchen." And all he's doing is using his own kitchen and stuff. Like even at uni, I remember just chilling around, man. And they'd say a word or like, I don't know. It's when you're in too intimate with someone and you're just like... Every, some, yeah, just no, you... <clears throat> Sometimes it's a walk. Sometimes it's even a walk. The way someone walks is just like... Oh, you're pissing Do you know me what? Off. This is just like... As in your close friends, if this bunker situation ever actually happened, I hope your close friends are realising because you clearly would be very difficult to be in a bunker with if that's the type of energy you're bringing. Just know nah. you have no one in a bunker yeah, with you like... after you just said all that. Nah, I'd be the best person to be in the bunker with because I, I'm for the bunker. So if I'm mean to you, just know it's for the greater good of the bunker. 
You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, this is for the collective goal of the bunker. And if you can't understand that, then maybe I made a mistake. <laughs> you, you know, because this is this is bigger than this is bigger than all of us. This is, that is some dictator is propaganda shit that you've got going there. Oh, am I a dictator? I might actually be a dictator. You know what? Fuck it. I'm a dictator. <laughs> this is my bunker. I'm picking you, man. Of course, I'm with yeah. It's like, no, but what gives you what gives run. you the audacity to start taking that role of leadership? Like, as in, let everyone chill. You're going through a bit of a crisis. No, there. this is mine. I'm saving you. It's my bunker. I. It's my bunker. Yeah, I think you would be a dictator. I think that. Uh, do you know what I think? No, I... I'd be a good dictator. I'd be like a communist dictator. Mm. I'd like. I'd be like. <laughs> I'd. I'd play it off like it's for the good of the people. Yeah. Do you hear you know what, what you saying? just said? You'd play but... it off. So really, you're what? No, I know from what I know of you now. I reckon you. It will get to your head at one point, and then the power. You're. I don't. I don't trust you. Okay. Fine. No, I wouldn't snake anyone. Yeah. But like I would want to be the dictator of my own bunker. <laughs> because do you know the man that I hate? Do you know the man that I hate? Yeah. The man that I bear easy go and like, yeah, man. Yeah. So they got imagine like I can imagine your bunker, you'd come in and be like, yeah, man. Just like don't take your shoes off. Oh, oh yeah, that you sleep little calm you want. Oh, I'll eat it later. Yeah, like, oh, is that a rat? Oh, it's calm. Feed the rat. Oh, you know, you don't have to shower, it's calm. It's up to you if you don't want to shower. You know, oh, don't you don't have to wash bowls. Oh, you know what? There's no such oh, thing look, as portion mold? control. No, oh, wow. <laughs> no, listen, listen. We... I think all my friends say this about me. They were like, because I do art and because um, I uh, like the old, you know. So my friends all think, oh, you think you're like. You'd piss me off. Yeah, I, I know. know. <laughs> my friends were like, oh, you think you're like quite hippy dippy and like chilled, but really you're uptight as shit. So. Lie, bruv, living your flip flops <laughs> all over the bunker and shit. Yeah, but the nah, thing is, I would do stuff to piss you off that. on purpose because you're so honestly, you are so you can be so easily wound up, it's hilarious. So, I yeah, I would probably do stuff to piss you off. I think you'd kill me, Maybe you get which leads us on to yeah, the uh, you know, <laughs> next article. Magic, you're, you're doing well with your segues. Go on. It's surprising because you've not really done a pod in a long Shut, time. That's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nervous laugh, everyone. Um, but yeah, which leads us on to the red. next story, which is um, do you want to pronounce Ramen? it for me? Ask, ask Nathan what I oh, know you can't speak, obviously. Um, Nathan has asked me to pronounce it because he's my Indian brother. So, actually, I don't want to be associated with this person. Sorry, carry on. What are you talking about? No, me? no, don't worry. Not you. This this man, Raman Stabs. Oh, no, that's not oh, his okay. surname. <laughs> I thought Stabs was his surname, but I just realised that's the um, no, part of no, the article. No, So, basically, there's a story, a 23-year-old Donny in hmm. India took his brother to a roof and stabbed him five times in the chest. So he was he was doing his thing. Like, he, I don't think he was trying to hurt him or just apply he was pressure. Trying to kill, yeah. I think he knew what he was doing here. Guess what? Because <laughs> he used up all of his mobile data. Now, now, now. I'm not going to lie. Back in the day, 
I had to like go to the corner of my room and lift my phone up just to get the neighbor's Wi-Fi for that. And like, if anyone took that away from me, I might have been vexed. But this, this is this is a bit much. I'm not gonna lie. Over mobile. How, do you know how old his younger brother was? How old I'm is asking he? you. Do you know? Oh, let me quickly check. I should probably know this. I don't know. I don't like you asking Sorry. questions like that. <laughs> so I don't. I don't want to put you. <laughs> You're just trying to air me out. <laughs> I don't think it says his younger brother's name. Yeah. It just says younger brother. But I'm guessing he would have been in his teens. But that's peak. That's uh, that's, that's like, peak. so we're 22. So that's like next year, one of us would have taken our, you're the younger sibling, but if I took my youngest brother, my only brother, my, oh my God, that would break my heart. That is fucked up. Wouldn't that is no, yeah, no. It. He's definitely a psychopath. Like there's a, a thousand screws loose in his brain. A thousand. Imagine, imagine his younger brother going upstairs with all that data on his phone, just like, yeah, I'm having a good day. Goes up to the roof and then he's just getting. Do you know what? I bet you this 23-year-old was the type of person who was upset because all he wanted to do was watch Pornhub all day, and then his brother used it to probably, I don't know. <sighs> What do young boys do? Also watch Pornhub, don't they? I'm not going to lie. To be fair, he probably was addicted to the internet, but I remember when my mum would take my PS4 away or my Xbox away, I would do a lot. <laughs> like a lot. What was the like worst thing you've done? I'm not, I'm not going to go into specifics, but I would, like... I think that is the heightened anger, maybe, potentially, or growing up is the worst thing you can do is take away a game from a young boy. But this man's 23 years old, and um, his parents have definitely flopped in this... Air. Actually, I don't want to say his parents have flopped, because he could be yeah, crazy. Yeah, there there's definitely but, um, some chemical imbalance there. That's not really good sibling love, really. Everyone says you're supposed to love Blood's your siblings. Blood's thicker than water. That doesn't show much... What does that mean? Why have you just said that? <laughs> No, no, sorry, you just made me wrong. think about what I have to say there. You confuse me with myself. You know when the saying, blood's thicker than water? So, like, as in, you should... As in, that's... So, your, your family, you should love the most. Because blood is thicker than water. You know, okay. you know the saying? Oh, I know the saying. I just didn't know what context you were saying. Oh, no, I wasn't just... Um, oh, God, Nathan's probably regressing having me on here now. Um. <laughs> no, I thought you were just chucking out terms. Just chucking out terms. I do do that sometimes. No, Bit of poetry. No. Um. Yeah. Yeah, go on. But I'm not gonna lie. This would this reminds me of a time when um, my sister actually stabbed me. Still, this is a mad story. <laughs> this is actually a mad story. Um, so I've got three sisters for anyone, and I'm not gonna lie. I was actually viciously bullied for a long time. <laughs> Like, no, nah, I'm not not viciously, but it was it was definitely techy growing up. Um, they used to like hang me from the ceilings <laughs> with like wrap me in bed sheets and like lower me down the stairs, a couple flights of stairs, which is quite <laughs> mad. But this time, yeah, imagine my sister, she stabbed me over frozen yogurt. Fuck off. Like with what? With yeah, what? Not not even five G. Not even five G. With a key <laughs> and like a 
it was a man. No, like the majority of the work, she no, nah, it was no, nah, it was like no keys are good, sharp. Like, when I'm walking home and it's dark, no, I'll no. hold my key out in case someone's um, near me. And if I if there's someone comes near me, I'll just no. Nah. nah, I was pretty mashed. I'm not gonna lie, <laughs> I was pretty pretty mashed. And so basically, imagine I'm cooking and I've got my I wasn't I was topless as well. She comes home stressed from work, and she goes. Oh, Nathan, did you eat my frozen yogurt? And I'm just like, no. Because I was telling the truth. I did not eat her frozen yogurt. She goes to my room. She opens the door. On the table, the frozen <laughs> yogurt. There, melted, completely melted. She comes back down and she asks me again. And I said, no. And I'm even to this day, I did not eat the frozen yogurt. She asked me, did I eat it? No, I did not eat it. I planned to eat it and then I fell oh asleep. Oh, my God, you're <laughs> such a little shit. <laughs> No, but she asked me, did I eat it? I did not eat it. I did not. I literally did not. I literally took it to my room, fell asleep and left it there. And then a, cut, she, a day later she came back and she's, bro, it doesn't mean you have to stab someone, though. It's like wiling out. Bro, I was actually shook. I actually held a bang to the face as well and I started to realise this happening? is not a joke. This is, uh, it's no lie. She, she fucked me up all over the house. I was actually trying to run about the house and that. And the thing is, I couldn't do anything. Like, what can I you bet do? you were there the thinking, wish different. I had. I'm not gonna lie. We've come to think of it now. Nah, I wish I. Nah. It weren't like it, it was. The, a couple of the bangs were hard. But my thing was just, I can't beat up my sister, bruv. Your, your brother will your brother no, will clock he, soon he when has. he gets bigger than you, like, way bigger well, than you. Uh, I came home, he's now my height, as in, like, it's not, it's not hard, I'm 5'2". But um, he's 13. And basically, I'm quite boyish, like, I am quite tomboyish sometimes. And so we'll play fight quite a lot. But my dad always tells him off, being like, can you stop, she's a girl. And my mum goes, but she's doing it as well. And I don't think... He realises yeah. his own strength. And he's been doing this thing called the one-inch punch. Um, if you want to look it up, Bruce Lee. Yeah, do you know oh, the yeah, one? Yeah. So he was, like, doing it on me yeah. quite a few times. And I was like, OK, stop now, Kush. His name's Kush. Like, you've bruised me a bit. And then he's, like, practising swinging. And I'm sat, I'm sat on a chair and he's behind me, like, practising swinging to punch me in the back. Completely, like, forgets to stop punches me so hard in the back I flipped my shits and I floored him but he's yeah he's I've switched his playstation off in the middle of him playing because he wasn't listening to me and um he punched me in the stomach you deserve everything <laughs> yeah you deserve that I started Still. crying <laughs> you deserve that yeah, my mum, my mum's uh, when she was like fifteen, her and um, her brother, so my uncle, were arguing because she was like he was showing off in front of my friends. So she <laughs> went and got um, a baseball bat and hit him around the head with it. How ridiculous! What? Like she told me, she told us all, and I was like, she like looked quite proud of herself when she told the story, and I was there, and I was like. Mm. Why do chicks not go to pen for this stuff? Like, that is assault. It's so like, awful. that is assault. Like, you know, she she get no sentence for that. If your if your uncle called the feds, they'd laugh. At yeah. Her. They'd laugh. A hundred percent. Literally. Maybe I should start like, fucking day, my brother up then. Because nothing's gonna happen to me. Yeah, because you're not gonna get you know no, and you mean chicks don't get sentences like that. I remember my sister last week actually, she tried to chat up to me. She was like, ah. Oh, I'm stronger than you, I'll fuck you up, blah, blah, blah. And I was, like, going along with it. And then she actually tried to drop me. 
And then I was, bruv, I, I literally just gave her a little... <laughs> on the, <laughs> I literally just flicked her forehead, picked her up and just dropped on the floor. I just put... What did I do? I must... I, this is how it's man. I was like, I put her in a full Nelson, so I had her arms up like this. <laughs> and I was literally just like to her, just... All you have to do, Becky, is just say sorry. Just say sorry <laughs> for acting bad. Because imagine this, for my whole life, I've never used my strength when it Wait, comes to how sisters. Wait, how tall is your sister? I've never really... She's like 5'2". She's tiny. She's tiny. But, like, I feel like... <laughs> your brother probably feels this as well, like, he don't get respected in yeah, the house. Yeah, he always... Yeah, he, he hates... No, as in, like, he hates the way I talk to him. So he's like, you're not my mum. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm nine years older. Like, I could have been your mum. And he's... Okay, nine's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And then even today at dinner, he was sat there and I was like, the thing is, I think I take his shine because I've said this a few times. To, I, I think I'm just... I'm definitely the better sibling, if we really think... Because I'm more confident, chatty. He's quite chilled, quiet. Yeah, he's, he's a, a man of few words. And so he looks at me today at the dinner table and he's like you actually talk way too much. Like, it's just weird and I don't understand it. And I was like, oh, all right. He tells me to shut up a lot and I hate it. I'm literally like, it's disrespectful. This summer I flipped my shits when he told me to shut up. I had had just had an edible, though. Well, That's yeah, the thing. Hands on so I think I was hallucinating a bit of what you were saying. <laughs> but, yeah, he doesn't respect me. Wait, what? When did you take an edible? In summer, when before we were having our barbecue, oh. and then like he started like getting yeah. at me, and I started getting really angry and like slightly emotional. But I think I was making up a lot of it in my head <laughs> because my parents were like, my reaction was just like, as in it was just so not fine. Um, Unnecessary. I just feel like you're the younger sibling. Show some respect. I'm not going to get into this conversation of respect <laughs> because we've spoken about it many and many a times. Respect is nuanced at the end of the day. There is not one law of respect and respect has to be earned. Respect. The number one rule of respect is it has to be earned. Unless... Hmm, unless... Someone, if someone's responsible for mm. you... Then like your parents. They don't necessarily have to... Yeah, they don't necessarily have to respect you that much because they're responsible for you. So you have to let some things slide. But once you are responsible for yourself, then respect always has to be earned, 100%. Like, I don't want to be I don't want to be hearing when I'm 30, my 32-year-old sister being like, "Oh, I'm older than you." <laughs> nip that in the bud. Nip that in the bud. Like <laughs> completely nip that in the bud. 100%. My mum said that to me 100%. the other day, actually, because she's like, so uh, when I was growing up, she was very kind of Indian parenting of like respect. You have to respect your elders. And then the older I got, the less strict she got, a hundred percent. And she was like, actually, no, that's not true. Which is kind of good for my brother because he's still a kid. But she was like to me, actually, respect needs to be earned. So whether that's like my uncles or whatever, she goes, they need to show you and your parents a level of respect before you do it to them. Because you know when you look at older people and you act, you see the way they're behaving and you're like, why the fuck should I respect yeah. you when you're moving like that? Yeah. And it's like, there's a lot of things. One thing that really pisses me off is like, bruv, I don't want to get too into it, but like one of my sister's boys was at the yard. Mm. And like, 
my dad walked in and my dad's a yardie and then he goes hello there Mr Shaw how are you doing today <laughs> and I started laughing I started laughing and then he was like I'm just being respectful Nathan are you not respectful and oh. I was like bro like talking to you like that in your own home <laughs> I was actually bro I was like in some cultures you can't even talk to an older man in his own house before he addresses yeah. you so how about that did you how say all this that? Yeah, bruv. I was like, nah. I was like, respect is nuance, my bro. Respect is nuance. At the end of the day, in certain cultures, if you don't bow before saying hello, or if you don't turn up with a gift before saying hello, that's disrespectful. Are you gonna? Are you gonna cry? About he must that? have sat there like, confused, no. being like, "Do I take uh, Nathan's dad a gift next time, or should I have bowed?" Nah, just say wagwan, bruv. <laughs> it all just allow me to laugh in my own house, literally. Sure Your sister was probably but, looking um, at you like, Nathan, just shut up. Nah, but, like, I there's a, I have a way of saying things where it's still funny at the end of the day. It's still funny. It's when my, um, it's when like... one of my exes met my parents, he walked in, like, quite confident, but walked in and, like, shook their hands. And after that, my mum was like, don't like him. I was like, why? She was like, why is that? Is in why, like, such an arrogant shit? Who does he think he is? Like, even my dad was like, weird vibes. Like, why is he shaking my hand and coming in so formal? Like, we're quite a chilled-out family, so why is he trying to bring this energy into our house? And I was itchy, like, he's just trying I mean. to be polite. It's all yeah, my, and then my parents were like, yeah, "Oh, exactly. you private school kids," and I was like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I don't know about that still. So yeah, um, what else have we got? Do you want to go into your artsy stuff, your little family business? Not little, big. Yeah, well, you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, what do you want to know? Shall I just? Um. It's not about what I want. I wanted to speak about just kind of like um, how you've experienced doing your last couple of drops, mm. um, having doing projects on your own, so like freelance projects, creating a brand for yourself, the ups and downs, yeah. anything that's held you back and stuff, why you wanted to get into it and all of that. Because I definitely used to have an opinion on people that started clothing lines, to be fair, because I feel... But it's different with you. And the reason why I think it's different with you is because, like... Not only are you an artist, mm -hmm. but, like, you have your own specific vision. And it's, it's very evident to see Thanks. in what you're trying to get across in your in your projects and stuff like that. Whilst some people just make brands and just whack a little mm. clip art logo on it on, like, <coughs> really bad quality. And then they're just like, oh, look at me and yeah. my brand. So I did start to be a hater. But now I'm maybe I'm becoming the person that I hate. Well, but yeah, I think... I'll go back to that, but I think the reason why... I've always known I've wanted to have my own company since I was quite young, and it's because I don't know if it's... I. I wouldn't say it's in my blood because that's quite a, like, cliched thing to say, but the whole of my dad's side of the family had their own businesses. My dad's been working for himself since he was 18 in a family-run business um, due to, like, family dynamics. It's now just himself. And I... So when I left school, so what, I was 18. So since I was 18, I'm now 22, so that's four years. I've been working part-time in my dad's industry. So his company's called Pure Sativa, and it's... It's the hemp and the cannabis paraphernalia industry. And so I've grown up around that culture, which is a very arty culture. And it's kind of like everyone 
can express themselves the way they want to be. It's not a formal environment and you are who you are and that's the type of person I've always wanted to be and especially in the workplace and watching him live and breathe it. And also, I guess, since I was very little, I would always be... I am like daddy's kind of girl, daddy's little princess kind of vibe. And I am very, very close to my dad. So I've always Mm -hmm. listened to him when it comes to business. He talks about it to me every single day. So I guess that kind of rubbed off onto me. And watching him work so hard and have his fingers in so many pots, I was like, I want that, but for something that I love. And I absolutely love his industry. And he brought me on board because I was going to exhibitions and shows and I understood it and I could talk about it. And then when I bring in the art side, so I was doing digital artwork freelance for a lot of his suppliers, um... And as I kept doing that, a lot of people were like, oh, that would be quite sick on clothing. And I think I thought in my head, because I'm still in my last year of uni doing fashion and it is a very intense degree, I have wanted to start up my own thing. But I was like... And my mum's always said, you don't need to rush everything, like, take things as it comes. And so I've always had that in the back of my head, but I was like you know what, fuck it, like, I'm going to do this freelance stuff. I worked for my dad for, like, eight months because I got ill, and then when I got better, I worked there, so I took a bit of time out of uni. But, um, yeah, I think the main reason as to why I started it, I haven't told you this, I don't think, actually, but it's absolutely pathetic. So I had a massive argument with my dad, and I was like, I am sick of this bullshit. Like, I don't... As in, like, it was huge. I was like, I don't want to be under his thumb. I was like, he provides me with my salary, blah, blah, blah. Like, going into mental overdrive, being very, like, overdramatic. So I was like, oh, I want to start doing something for myself, which which is mine. So I was going through all my artwork, and I was like, you know what? I would like to do my own t-shirt company and the thing that stopped me in the past is also like self-belief so will people buy it will they not because when people say they like it are they just saying it because they're my mates so I think that stopped me but then I kind of just thought fuck it let me start and then the first drop I did all the money I donated well all the profits I donated to charity um because obviously also I I like sorted things out with my dad like a day later and he was like stop being so stupid so I had the t-shirt he was like I'll still be paying you obviously because you're still working for me but I had the t-shirt thing on the side and as I was doing it I think I love working, like, I absolutely love it. And I think sometimes that's a problem because I don't know when to say no to things. And I told you this as well when I've been talking to you about, like, certain projects that have been coming to me in my dad's industry with working with people. I was agreeing to things and then I was like, I'm in my last year of uni, I'm starting this T-shirt thing, which I would quite like to take seriously. So, And I'm working freelance for my dad. So that's, like, three or four things on top of uni, like, slow down, what are you doing? And I think I, you need to know when to say no. But, yeah, I think with me, I don't get... I do get it. No, that that's uh, I shouldn't say that. But I I don't get people who are going to create a label and 
it not be their artwork. That's what I don't get. And the, I went to this fashion business lecture and they were like, it's really useful for you to start your own brand and because a lot of fashion designers struggle at the beginning, which I know will be quite difficult. Um, they were like, a lot of people have side jobs. Like if you want to start your own brand, then if you're going to do it, you should work with someone who brings a completely different skill set. So I wouldn't necessarily work with a designer or someone who can draw or do art. Like I would want to work with someone who brings yeah. a completely different skill set to what I've got so that together we can take on different parts and it just makes a project grow. But I would never do something... If it's something that I'm working for myself in this sense, like, unless I'm working for someone else, obviously I'm not always going to be happy. But doing this part for myself, I am doing things which make happy, which make me happy. Like, each picture or each illustration or each project has a meaning. And they're all to celebrate diversity. And some of them have been to celebrate my heritage or um, ethnic minorities. And I just think that... I don't want to do something which doesn't mean... Because I feel like with art and fashion, it is having fun and, like, expressing yourself, but I do want to make sure I'm always doing something which means something or, like, spreading yeah. awareness in some... You want to create your yeah, value. Yeah, exactly. Some form of value by, like, making it personal to yourself. And then when people buy that, they're more invested in it. And when they're more invested in it, that's just a W for everyone. Yeah. Unlike fucking, what was it, like, pretty little oh, thing. Oh, absolute twats. Bursting out. Just, what, were they actually selling clothes for 2p? I just oh, want to clear yeah, that up so like I that. saw it on Instagram. Is that real? I no, no, I saw it on Instagram and I was like, because you know loads of people have been making memes and obviously not all of, the, of them have been yeah. true. So I was like, you know what, I'm actually going to go on their website and look. 95p for a coat, mental. It was... Ridiculous. That should be illegal. Yeah, it was actually. I oh, and then I googled the family, and there's a picture of the family, and they're all they've all got like kind of cloaks on their shoulders for a party, and I was like, oh, you're such wankers, because what the son's like a year older than us, I think, or like around our age. Mental, isn't it? That's crazy. Mm -hmm. But yeah, but then back back on the topic of like working with man, does that? Do you think that it is essential to learn when to say no when working with certain people? Yeah, because also I'm, I'm, I've got a big mouth. So when I've gone to house parties and things and I'm drunk and people will bring it up, I'll, like, like say, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I won't mean... Um, I won't... I'm doing a podcast. <laughs> My dad was just taking the piss out of how I was speaking. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not for all of us. Mm. No, it's just, it's okay. I'll just come down in a bit. No, no, no it's okay. Right. I'm doing some work now for a bit. Okay. I'm listening to you. No, no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> all right, edit this bit out. Yes, um, God, please don't. Who are you talking to? My, my friend, it's um, that podcast I went on in summer. All right, now. <laughs> um, what did you ask me in terms of working with people? I think. Like, it's not always... Like, Sorry. sometimes an idea can be banging. Sometimes an idea can mm. be banging, but you've actually got to take time to understand, like, who you'd be working with. Well, yeah, because I think I... So much can go wrong. Well, well <laughs> you're laughing now at that. <laughs> um, Shut up. I'm just saying so much can yeah. go wrong do you know, when you're trying to bring a vision towards an idea that... An idea that actually is banging, 
but when you're completely different people, you just won't be able to execute it properly. Well, I've learned that from my dad because he worked with his family and obviously due to family dynamics and things that were going on in our family that our families weren't even speaking so that obviously trickled into the work dynamic and seeing how unhappy it made it made my dad seeing that friction and work dynamic I definitely know I would not work with family because I wouldn't want to ruin or jeopardize that relationship working with my dad is different because me and him are very very similar people and we've got an incredible relationship I couldn't see that changing but even when I see him working with friends or he's brought on friends for certain projects because he has quite a few times and that's worked out and maybe some people it hasn't there's watching the way he handles it I think is what I've learned from him but in terms of bringing people on I've realized from maybe past mistakes that I'm not going to just bring you on to my project because you're my good friend or I'm friends with you or we get on like I need to know what you're going to bring to the project one two that you'll be as passionate as I am about it and actually give a shit three put in time and four, we actually get on and are on the same page. Like, I would want to work with like-minded people. Like, as in, you're, me and you are very similar in the way we think, I, I think, in terms of that sense when it comes to work and a certain level of drive. And so I would want to work with like-minded people than just... Because you can have a great friendship with someone and then down the line you're starting to see things that are pissing you off and it affects exactly. your friendship. Because it's a different environment. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like a friendship environment where you have ideas, where you bounce ideas off each other, where it's relaxed. Like, anyone can talk. Like, anyone mm. can talk about making or starting something. But when you get into the actual mode of, all right, well, let's create something right now. Let's actually create something. It's a completely different environment. People start to drop off. Yeah. Some people... I, I don't know. I think a lot of people like the idea of a finished product, product but they don't like the actual journey of yeah. it. And the journey is peak because there's a lot of stuff to learn. A mad, mad amount of stuff to learn. So, like, I've never actually... So, I've learned a lot of stuff with this pod thing. Mm. My main thing with the whole podcast thing is just don't listen to anyone, really, at the end of the day. Or don't listen to anyone that is less experienced than you. Oh, yeah. And some people may think that's a weird mindset to have, but... Because everyone's like, oh, listen to the customers, listen to the listeners. There's certain things you listen to, but then there's things that are just air, and there's things that are just going to come with yeah. it. And that's the main thing that I've kind of learned. What about you? Because you do the pod and you do Yeah, the... I, I don't know. I think sometimes people talk more than they do. And, like, I, I, I definitely talk a lot and I know that, but I'm, I'm not the type of person that would talk and then not put it into action when it comes to work. And I think we are young, like, we are 22, so to expect everyone to have a certain level of drive when it comes to work, like, you can't expect that yeah. at all, but at true. the same time, I'm doing something that I love and for bringing people on, I'm not just going to... Because at the end of the day... It's me, it's like I'm on, it's my reputation in that term, in like business sense, that's on the line. So if something fails because of someone else, that's still on me because I brought them on. It's not on them because the customers are only seeing, they're seeing me as the person representing it the most. And I've made the decision yeah. to bring that person on. And so I don't want to, and I think I'm I'm not afraid to fail. Like I know that for a fact because I know you learn 
when you deaf when things go wrong but I know like say I've got a problem with how someone's working or say it doesn't feel like a partnership I don't want to feel like I'm telling someone what to do all the time and like I'm and that that, because then you build up like some sort of resentment towards them if you have got a good relationship and I've realized that sometimes it's not worth jeopardizing and at the end of the day this is something that is important to me so if you're going to be on board with me take it seriously or don't do it to be honest because i feel like it hurts it it hurts a bit when you put your faith into someone else but then there's another discussion to have is who it's definitely as you said before like you'd take it on the chin like you'd blame yourself for bringing someone on that just wasn't up to it but when it does go right, it, I'm, I'm guessing the feeling is like nothing else. Yeah. Like getting like a good friend on board or something that may have not been in that field, but like you see something within them and it works out well. Yeah. But I feel like the, as you get older, the more you get into like mature businesses and stuff, you can't really take, you can't really put your faith into people all the time mm-hmm. because then just for the sake of a relationship, just for the sake of having a good relationship with them. Well, that's what my dad's always like. You really need to think about it before you go into business with someone that you care about or there is some sort of friendship with. Because even when he does, when he does go into business with other people, it could go so left that that means that person might not be in your life anymore and it's whether you're willing to jeopardize it but when it goes right it goes right because some of his best and closest mates who are like second dads to me and uncles to me are people he's work he works with like as in they're the closest people to us and even that that trump's family as in the people he works with are the closest Mm -hmm. people to us but i think because i've had experience working with him for so long and there are difficult people in his industry. Like, they call themselves pop stars, so, like, instead of pop stars, pop. Um, and... Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's a mad industry. Like, yeah. you are the very... You know what? I'm actually very happy to say that you are someone that I know because I'm actually interested into what your parents do. Whilst I'm sick and tired of just hearing someone be like, yeah, my dad's accountant. got money because he's a banker. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, I don't care about your banker or accountant dad. Like, your dad kind of... He's kind of like a role model, to be fair, for a lot of people. Like, he set up a business doing stuff that... I don't know, it's just... It's mental. It's cool. It it, is cool. Exactly, it's mental. It is is cool. I mean, that's the main thing that is cool. Like, selling... You explained it before, but selling everything that he does... Is, is very cool and it's different it's definitely different it's also like for me well i'll tell i'll tell you the story after as to like how it started but for me the reason why it is so significant is because the asian community are so so even me doing art i get looked down on all the time because i do something creative yeah. because they're like oh don't you want to be a doctor dentist lawyer kind of vibe and even being like academic like academic like i'll put that in like little quotation like because they'll, they'll be like oh do you not want to do that instead you're kind of like wasting your life doing something creative and so having my and my mum wanted to do art and she wasn't allowed to because of her because of my grandparents and so seeing my dad do what he wants to do and something so niche they push me to do what i want and what i love and so that's why i've always wanted to 
I don't get people who are like, I just work to get my check. I will always work doing something that I love, and that's because I've seen my dad do it. And maybe also because I know in the back of my head that I do have his industry to fall back on. But the way he got into it is actually incredible. So initially the business was a leather bag um company wholesale company which my grandma started and then she so she was distributing in like Dorothy Perkins top shop at the time um and big companies and then she moved to because obviously leather industry was going a bit downhill um so because of like all the ethical reasons so she moved into hemp bags so it's a hemp and organic cotton blend bags so my dad came on um because he didn't like going to school and he didn't want to go to college he was like I'm wasting my time I definitely want to work so she so him and my uncle joined and then my dad obviously liked doing what he does (laughs) and um, he and then someone came to him at one of the shows and was like and brought him a wooden grinder and was like oh this would be cool for you to distribute or something as a wholesaler um and so my dad was like oh yeah and then someone brought on the bongs um so raw bongs they're glass bongs so my dad was like okay yeah so I asked my grandma and she was like as long as it's legal it's fine and then he brought on the cannabis seeds so that was what my dad did all the cannabis seeds side which are legal so my grandma was like as long as it's all legal yeah do what you want to do you can do it but it is quite like as in I went to this exhibition called Spanabis last last year, two years ago, last year maybe, um, in Easter and no, two years ago in Easter it was and it. So I've gone to the smoking shows before and they're busy as fuck. Yeah. Like they are busy, but I have never seen this many people in my life. I was on my feet from like 10 in the morning to 10 p.m., like barely eight, going up and down, pulling out sock. And so I was on my dad's booth, which is the seeds booth, um, and he put some of the other... Yeah. What is the purpose of the exhibition? Just so it's just so like... wholesalers and retail shops, so head shops and like wholesalers like my dad's district and other seed companies they all have stalls there so um you have other shops going to try and get business and also also like a massive networking and also yeah it's a massive networking exhibition and it's just it's an amazing time where everyone in the industry gets together again um which is so nice but it's also a great way to get yourselves out there and just to sell products um so a lot of people do drops so my dad did this strain called by karma genetics called sweets and sour diesel and they were in it was in massive demand so he was like i'm bringing them to spanabis as soon as we got there he usually has time to kind of we have time to completely set up the booths and in the morning so we obviously have to we take the seeds with us just in case there's a lot of people trying to steal stuff so we're unpacking yeah like 45 minutes before we're about to start there's a queue of like 100 people just at our booth to um buy these right. seeds and my, I, this is my first one of this show by the way and it's the one of the busiest ones in the world and i was literally like oh shit and also bear in mind like inside it's basically like you're being hot boxed in this big warehouse so i was literally there thinking oh god like this is crazy it was intense but it was i've like never had that much more that much fun it was insane so it was yeah it's definitely different and i'm definitely around a lot of different crazy characters from all walks of life and 
I think they get a bad reputation because of obviously what they do. Well, they obviously do have a bad reputation because even growing up, like yeah. I was slightly embarrassed to sometimes tell people what my dad did because people obviously are going to say like, you know what they're going to say. So you're not, and I've and even now like people make jokes about it and stuff, and I'm like actually he's worked so hard to get to where he has, and at this show, so. I actually had tears in my eyes. I was so proud of my dad because people are coming to the booth, like important people as well in the industry to see him. And I think it was the first time in a while where he realised that actually, yeah, like as in I am doing very well. And I think after having the split within the business with my uncle and my grandma and being torn down constantly and being told you're a piece of shit the whole time and then to get have this level of respect from people within your industry is like incredible and yeah it was amazing to share that with him actually and it's amazing that you shared that with everyone on the pod to be fair yeah yeah little motivational because i'm actually even more intrigued now like i'm even i want to ask more questions i'll ask you later probably (laughs) just to like I don't know, because it's, it's, prob- it's probably the first time someone's actually come on and spoken about a business that they actually understood. Mm. And when you see businesses doing well, it's c- sometimes hard to actually understand why they're doing well, how are they getting customers and all of that type of stuff. Yeah. But I feel like you and your, your family have just got stuff patterned, to be fair, with the drive, the ambition. I don't know if I do. everything. I, uh, me, personally, I don't know if... I don't know, obviously, my parents definitely do, but me, personally, I don't know if I do. Like, that, I'm yet to see if I do, but... Do you think you need more work on your business side of stuff? I don't know. I feel like I do understand that, like, when I think about the numbers, like, figures and what I need like to cut back on in terms of costs behind the scenes. Um, love that word, behind the scenes, don't we? Um, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, what I need to cut back on and, like, even doing, like, even things like doing excel sheets and spreadsheets and being organised and the paperwork and making sure I have a good um, relationship with my suppliers... I think I've learned that I definitely need to do that and, like, in terms of how to handle certain situations and also how to not be cheeky, but there has you have to... If you don't ask, you don't get. And so I've learned I have to definitely do that. But I sometimes panic a bit because there's always a part of me that is, like... I don't always believe in myself and I've always been like that. I'm I'm quite hard on myself. So there's always like throughout these things where I'll be quite harsh on myself or like I'll sit there and I'll be like, oh, you're not doing enough because sometimes I feel like I'm really not doing enough. But then I think I have to stop and realise I'm 22 years old. So it's difficult. It is definitely difficult. No. Nah. I just, yeah. I say keep with it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's imposter syndrome, isn't it? But if you set yourself standards that are so much higher than everyone Mm. else and you just say, oh, I'm not doing enough and then you carry on doing more, then you're just going to be unbeatable. Like, you're genuinely just going to be unbeatable. Like, you are genuinely going to just boss everything and take over completely. And I feel like that's what what sets aside people that do well and people that don't do well is that people that don't do well think that they're at their limit and then they think, all right, this is just how I need to work. Whilst if you're never... If you never accept that what you're doing is good enough, then you're just always going to get better. That's what, and then yeah. You're going to get to a level of just. But then you may doing that. You may not be able to enjoy. You 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 you'll never understand. 
like feeling ha- like satisfaction not. it is yeah yeah you never have that satisfaction and you may come across as like a prick because a couple <laughs> of times that is true you like for example me i'll like i'll come across as bare modest and stuff like that mm. as if stuff has just happened randomly but then people full know full well know be like nathan you kind of locked yourself in your room and you did bare work but to me, that's just normal because I need to normalise that because I feel like I've got so much more levels to go. The same way with you. You probably spend so much time drawing, mm. but, like, you'll still message me being like, ah, oh, I'm being lazy, and procrastinating. Yeah. But, like, when you actually deep it, you're probably still doing a lot more than most other people or else no-one will be buying your stuff. Yeah. Which they yeah. are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, no, that is a good way to... That I think it's because... Because when I talk to my mum about it, because we have had... My where my parents have got to from where they've come is like as in I've told you this before but I and my family could write a book or a film or something with what my parents have gone through and I think seeing them come from where they have and the amount of people for absolutely no reason who wanted to see them fail and myself Mm -hmm. within when I'm saying this this is within family not friends that it yeah. I think that's what pushes me a lot because it's like you know when so many people like don't want you to do well or like oh you're not going to do shit like you're just doing art and all, yeah it, it kind of you're like okay cool that's what you think but I'm like okay cool I'm going to rise above and I think that's like another thing I've learned especially going into the fashion industry and having experience like in certain companies I think I've learned that you definitely need a thick skin to survive in terms of wanting to do your own business and I'm not even like as in the thing is it's just it is a small startup at the moment and to be fair like if I keep going hopefully it will continue to grow because I do want each project to be better and better and like bring on people that I trust and that I think would bring something incredible to it as well and that I would enjoy working with but it's just I just think if you have the thought and you feel like you have the talent or whatever, definitely just start. But I think... I, d- I, I don't have anything... Ag- well, I clearly do if I've started the, <laughs> the sentence off by saying I have nothing against it, but I yeah. just don't rate people who start up certain things just to see the money because at the end of the day, that's going to go eventually. As in, especially when it comes to clothing brands and things like that, I think you you're it's only fulfilling you for now but I think if you have a passion for what you're doing like the thing that fulfills me is the artwork I'm creating is basically a way for me to say what I want to say but in visual form and also by continuously donating to charities that I and whoever I partner up with chooses it's also I've always, I, I said when I was young, like, I've always said I would like to start my own charity, but to do that, you have to have money. So it is it is obviously rewarding, and then obviously you know you're helping people and you're doing something which is fun. And then, like, it is, it is quite cool as well when you go... And, like, you see your friends or, like, you see people and they're all, wear- like, they're wearing your T-shirt and you're like, oh, I, f- I actually did that. And you're like, 
I like, I acted like as in the first time I did it. So the first time I calculated all the profits, everything, did all the was the accountant for yeah. a bit. I cried. I like actually cried. And also, not gonna lie, the second time I cried again because <laughs> I was like, I cried in the bath, and the first time I cried in the shower. And you know when you're crying in the shower, you cried when you had to give the money to charity. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah, can't like, to give the money to charity. You're like shit. I thought that was just marketing. Yeah, letting that slide. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, no, that was it's emo- like it's it's emotional and it's nice to see that it's paying off. But we'll see because I'm only like I've only just started, so who knows? Don't watch. Well, um, we've definitely got something for the people coming up in the future. I think we should wrap this episode up. I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I I actually enjoyed the fact that. I enjoyed the most you talking about your dad's business. And no, stuff I bet you and did. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> nah, because this is things that not a lot of people like know about. Mm. Like, I don't really know the ins and outs of businesses. Like, I know from a theoretical level, yeah. but I've never ran like a proper proper business. So I'm still intrigued. So like, one day I might even get you on again, so we can go in the nitty gritty <laughs> about it or just whatever because it is interesting to understand how a business does well and how a business does badly yeah and i feel like that's informative for the people then especially for a business that's not just like something like number crunching or boring like an, a business which is feasible <laughs> for people to actually get into because um it's definitely a growing industry 100 percent. yeah um well yeah you never know who knows? Exactly. Who... Maybe Pure Sativa might be one of the biggest distributors of marijuana. Like, if, if it becomes you know legal in the UK, your your pops is the first one. Your pops <laughs> is the first one to be like, "Yo, come through." Come and through. people are like, and you've "Oh, got the yeah." And everything. They wonder why my brother's called Kush. <laughs> now they know. <laughs> Literally, yeah, your brother's called Kush. Um, but yeah, can... Your dad didn't get away with that can one. Can we... Um, basically, Kush is an actual, actually an Indian god as well. So my dad's like, yeah, yeah, no, my mum's like, oh, yeah, no, that's why, because that's why my mum called him Kush. But we're not religious at all, so I also... But she liked the name. And then my dad was like, I love the name. Bina, that's the one, we're calling him Kush, like, loving it. <laughs> and I was like, this is so ridiculous. Go on, um, But shall we say... About, I feel like we should. Why are you smiling at me like that? We Go definitely on, should. Go on, I'm not. I'm not. I never sighed. I never sighed. Okay. Um, basically, so I've alluded. I say, okay, Go wait. On. Yeah, okay, no, go for it. Nah, I was gonna say do it in the outro, but I just won't do an outro. It's fine. Okay. Oh shit! Sorry. Oh, actually, also would like to name drop one of my friends' apps, if that's okay. Um. Is that okay? Yeah, go on, it's called Mule, like a horse. M U L E. I do. Yeah, no, that must be the inspiration, obviously. But if you are a fashion yeah. company or you're quite big on Depop, um, and that's your side hustle, then it's basically a parcel comparison app. So it helps you to choose the most cost-efficient courier options. So. If you were to go directly to Royal Mail, it would be a lot more expensive and you save like 60% um, if you go through Mule because they have the options of Hermes, Royal Mail, DVD or whatever. And then if you go through them, it's for some reason, don't know how they've done it, but it is cheaper. I've used it for my second drop and it was incredible. Saved me a lot of money. It's carbon neutral and it was started up by, I think, two boys Mm -hmm. our age. Quite cool. Save the planet. Yeah, exactly. Save the planet. Um, and we all love a, a young businesswoman and man. 
So, yeah, shout out Mule. Um, what are we shouting out next? Are we going to give it to them? I'm going to, yeah, go on. I'm actually quite excited. So, basically, me and Nakia have um, a fun, big, I'm not going to call it little, I'm going to call it a big project mm-hmm. because... Um, we've done a. We've actually done. Were a, a you decent, just gonna say I've done a lot of work, work so as in yourself? No, I would have never no, have joking, said that. No, because Nikita has got the beautiful hands behind it. She's doing the illustration, um, and but I was just doing a no, lot. We're, we're yeah, both doing Nathan. A lot. Well, you, I've alluded throughout this whole pod to working with someone and it going smoothly, and <laughs> I've been working with Nathan, and. You've been fucking ridiculous to work with, like, as in so easy. I feel like it's quite good as well to be working with someone who has, like, similar mindsets. We've been bouncing off each other's uh, ideas and... Um... The weekly the weekly gossip's nice as well. <laughs> I've actually enjoyed that. Sometimes I actually holler just for the gossip and not to actually talk business. <laughs> we'll lie. sit there and it'll be, like, three hours late and I'll be like, great, Nathan, we've done no work. But, um... Nah. Yeah, no, it's, yeah, I'm really excited. You've brought, you've actually brought a drawing style out of me that I haven't, I've told you this um, before, but I haven't drawn like that since I was, like, 18, that kind of style. So it's nice to go back to my roots, like, in terms of drawing. Mm. And also, Nathan's brought, pop. like, a very, very exciting part to the project. And your input's been incredible. And also... I think, you know how I was saying before, like, it's good to work with someone who has different skill sets to yourself. I think that's something yeah. that you've brought, which has been amazing. So, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, man. I've literally Damn, just paid you up, haven't I, so much? Yeah, yeah, why did you do that? I hate compliments I so know, much. but you need to you hear know, it, because you I are... I feel like a yeah. dick. If... Go on. Yeah, but then, I hate... Because then are we going to do the whole formal thing where I spend the next couple of minutes being like, man, Nakia is the best artist in the entire... <laughs> you know this. I've told you this before. Do you know what I'm saying? But now the people are going to get onto me. So, obviously, Nikita. No, actually don't. Stuff, I feel so uncomfortable. I don't need to hear the compliments. <laughs> I don't want to hear you don't? Are you sure? Are you just doing this? Because sometimes girls be like, I don't want to hear it. And then as soon as we end this recording, she's going to be like, I can't believe Nathan allowed me to big him up that much and I got nothing in return. Actually, and this is why we would not be in the same bunker, because you lie. At least we're true to myself. I told you, don't okay? ever say that. What did I have said to you about four times today that I am not a liar? So, um, but right, yeah, no, cool. I, but no, you need to hear the compliments because I feel like you need to know how much you've helped me and how how much like as in I don't feel like I feel like it's a proper partnership like it's become a beautiful friendship and partnership and I hope we bring something exciting to you guys guys it's exciting how to multiple items actually you know what I'm just gonna shall I just say what it is but not actually say anything all else? right let's see not how you're gonna name. say it go on no I'm, I'm not gonna say like I'm just gonna we're going to have a little care package for you guys <laughs> because we love you and we, we think you need it. Mm. Something that you need. Yeah. It's a nice little care package. Everything that you need within and out, in and outside of quarantine. Things you thought you needed, things that you want. Need and maybe want, Maybe your auntie yeah. or your uncle or your friends didn't get it for you, so... Maybe we should put some sex with. toys in there because obviously people are going to be... Shut up. You're disgusting. <laughs> no. No, Cheeky. you're disgusting. And on that so note, low brow. I think we're going to quickly end this and we're going to go to the sleepers. 
I've got my sleeper. Is your sleeper ready yeah. to, come, to come after mm. me? So, my sleeper is from any Peng Black Girls. I think this, when I first listened to it back in October, it wasn't a bait tune, but it's coming up now. It's, it's getting in the airwaves. Georgia Smith just hopped on the remix. I'm talking about the original. And I was so happy to hear this tune and to see it bouncing about the whole fucking everywhere, basically, everywhere you go. It's still not like bait yet, but I think it will be bait because I don't know, it just exudes so much creativity, diversity, and it actually is a bot. The mu- yeah, it's it like, is. It is a bot. The music videos, um, um, I mean, you know, they dropped a colors, they dropped a colors video of it today. Yeah, they dropped a colors today. And what's the sample? The sample. The sample. Uh, 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 uh. Beautiful voice. No, um, I'm trying to. No, because <laughs> that is a bait sample. It is a bait, bait sample. Um, actually, I'm not gonna. Yeah, this is long. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's a very bait sample. I reckon you guys definitely know about the sample. But yeah. This will be Peng Black Girls by Any. And um, who's a chick that sings on it? Amaya Brave. <laughs> now, if I butchered that, don't come for my head, but Amaya Brave. Peng Black Girls. We love Peng Black Girls around here. <laughs> we love it. I'm allowed to say Chocolate Nubian Queens if you're listening. I love you guys. You know what I'm saying? Cold, dark skin, light skin, medium tones, permitting braids, got mini afros, thick lips, got hips, some of us don't, big nose contour, some of us won't, never wanna put us in the media, bro, wanna fat booty like Kardashians, wanna fat booty like my auntie got a yo, we love the blood clot, tell her reload it, I've got the camera, my girls are posing, I need some backup, then my ones are rolling, grown women things, so I'm never at risk, mind my own business, I'm never in mess, who am I, I ain't bae, get a slice of the cake, wanna house with a view and a new pair of shoes, keep it real from the jump, Gucci gang, little pump, little vibe, little bass, little kick, little snare, little lies, big truths to you, they don't do you? They don't care. Get your ass at the box and build up from there. I don't have a gang with me, but I still walk with a gangster lean. I rock Nikes cause we think they're clean. MJ leather jacket beat it. Billy Jean. MJ leather jacket cause I think I'm bad. That's cool. I like it. The growth, the lie, the pain, the fight. We love, we fight, we hurt, we cry. He paid the price. You'll be alright. Drinks and the cans, cans. I think it's in my genetics to the gin and the juice that I drink. I'm in the it. So if I fall off, 
it's expected, wow. Gather your thoughts and collect them now. Penny for my thoughts, make a fortune, bow. How'd you keep rapping off beat, bro? How? Talking about you getting on the tracks this when? Everybody's here, we don't need more friends. Just do you, you ain't gotta pretend. Just do you, you ain't gotta pretend. He was doing school while they were doing ends. Now he's doing money and them man are doing pen. You know about six or five and the men. You know about half of them men follow trends. He said to me, they put guns in the streets. That's what they wanted for me. And I said, gee, someone can fix you a plate, but no one can force you to eat. Like when will he see himself as a king and not just a pawn in these streets? And when will we come together as a tribe and be what intended to be? I just wanna be free. Yeah. Girls by Any and Amaya Brave. Definitely pre the tune. You're going to listen to it in a second. <laughs> well, you just actually did just listen to it. Um, listen to all of her other stuff. She was on the Silhouette Project, which is like a lot of jazz musicians and jazz artists come together, collaborated. So, like, Nick's Northwest is in there, also known as Youthful Wizardry. And um, yeah, loads of other artists are on that tape, which is good. A lot of London artists. If you're into like jazz rap and stuff, I feel like, like the reason for mine's for not as <laughs> meaningful, but it's Jelani Blackman. Hello, and the reason why I it's I listened to it about four That's times every day since I first stumbled upon it, which was like two weeks ago. Because I was scrolling through the colors videos, yeah. I'd been on like a YouTube poll for like an hour and a half, and <laughs> I saw the little thumbnail and I was like, oh, he's quite mm. fit. <laughs> so I clicked it and I was like. Stunning voice. Honestly, it's I love the song. It's a sexy, smooth, it's it's unreal. Sexy, smooth voice. I love the backtrack and yeah. This will be um Hello Colours version by Jelani Blackman. Also love his name. I think I would call my son that. I don't score goals from pennos, screamers, even when that girl look mellow. Ay, my life unsettled. Black box pens, not black or vests, and a fax all checked and a check with zeros. Mm. Hello. Nah, I ain't never won no medals, but I done tour the to London on pedals when it was heat and tea from kettles. Now we get ice and kettles. Uh, man, I just grind for the levels. Deal with devils, fuck your kennels. I might be a dog, but I live like a rebel. Uh, hola. I do a lot for a dollar, yo, I do a lot for the quality. I know what it is to be broke, my brother, yeah, I want a house for my mother, made my way, won't die in the gutter, yeah, that's nice that you don't see colour, but I'm black, that's me on the cover, always other, mixing slits, still scoping the skin in a place that you live, forgot how to play, don't play with the kids, get dipped and pranged and brought with a stick, are you taking a fist, don't you see they've been making this, Hey, what, tell me, how can I find peace, I can't even see what factual is, mm. 
hello. I've been here since guess who's girl. Yo, I know gold, not meadows. I don't score goals from pennos. Screams, even when that girl look mellow. I said my life unsettled. Black box pets, not black Corvettes, and a fat tool checked and a check with zeros. Mm. Hello, nah, I ain't never won no medals. But I done toured the to London on pedals when it was heat and tea from kettles. Now we get ice and kettles. Um, and I just grind for the levels. Deal with devils, fuck your kennels. I might be a dog, but I live like a rebel. Ah, howdy, never been fucked in a game because I'm rowdy. Brad round me, not loudly. Tell you I buy out your team like some breads from Saudi. Cowley, Simon, X Factor. Man, it's all dead. See how I enter through the back door. Sweat off your Max Factor limbs. Black and blue like your rep in mm. Yeah, right to the center. Don't ask if you don't want real answer. I don't care what you're into. Black Santa, man, I come true when a red phantom start. Hey, that's gift. Stand up where you are. No fire in the booth or fire in the park. Just fire in your heart. That's fire in the dark. That's fire from the start. Hey, yo, bro. Hello, I've been here since Gets was ghetto. Yo, I know roads, not meadows. I don't score goals from Penno Screamers, even when a girl look mellow. I said my life unsettled. Black box pets, no black Corvettes, and I facts all checked and I checked with zero. Hello, nah, I ain't never won no medals, but I done toured the London on pedals when it was heat and tea from kettles. Now we get ice and kettles, um, and I just grind for the levels. Deal with devils, fuck your kennels. I might be a dog, but I live like a rebel. Hey, I might be a dog, but I live like a. Uh, uh. Yeah, I might be a dog, but I live like a. This was Jelani Blackman with Hello. Fantastic. Um, bye. Against all odds, we managed to record today. Hopefully you'll hear this on a Tuesday. Um, I, I think, yeah, Shit, I needed this because I was thinking about not recording and then I was like, you know what? I'm not a quitter. I'm not a flop. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not indirect. Are you Shut making up. dicks? Not making dicks. Are you making like, dicks? It's very easy sometimes to just be like, to get in a rut. So like we hadn't recorded in two weeks and then we're just like, mm-hmm. it was is it like tear free come, some people are busy. It would be very easy for me just to be like, oh, I've got no one to record with. So just not record. But then I was like, you know what? Yeah. Let me just plan some stuff. So I was like, fuck it, I'll record with you. I'm trying to record with um, Tani. So she's mm-hmm. one of my best mates. She just got a job at Sony, so I want to talk to her about that. And then whenever Tay Day's free That's to come insane. back, he's back, really. Um, yeah. Um, stay out. Look, everyone has everyone has very different schedules, so we just yeah, have everyone, to... Yeah, the schedule, especially around Christmas time, he's, at, he's got his master's, so he's got a lot of work mm-hmm. to do, and he works normally. And, yeah, so the schedules are just out of whack. Um... But as I said before, man's employed now. So until I am employed, I am basically free. I'm going to, like, I've already said the whole of December, I'm going to plan on forgetting. So I'm just going to get turned every day for the whole of December. The whole of January, (laughs) yeah, every day. The whole of January, (laughs) I'm going to slow down a bit, but I'm still going to enjoy myself. And then in the month of February, where I start on the 22nd of February, I'm going to be revising, like, get my brain right because my brain needs to be fast you need to yeah fast treat your body like a temple around i'd say 20th of january start treating your body like a temple um, but before that it's gonna be mad yeah hopefully she'll be traveling to mumbai for work and stuff i'm excited um i'm coming (laughs) with you i'm actually can i go please 
I'm making a mistake going into like the corporate world, but I'm not gonna lie. If the bag is there, the bag is there, and I'm yeah. I've got two options. I kind of and I need money to fund stuff that I want to do in the future. So like, I want to have my own thing in the future. I've always said I wanted to have like my own creative agency mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So doing like freelance web design, freelance web development for people and stuff like that. But I might as well work at a company that's going to pay for my training, pay for all of my certificates and stuff like that. And then, yeah, I don't want to just say dip, but you know, dip. So um, this is my journey. I know also, what I'm doing. I'm not selling my soul to the yeah. man. I'm not an Uncle Tom. I know exactly what I'm doing. But yeah, <laughs> this has been the Scorpio podcast. Hopefully, you lot have enjoyed this. Hopefully, the audio is not out of whack. Um, you got anything else to say? Um, no, I also don't think you're selling anything you're sold to the corporate world because I feel like you need to get experience before you just Literally, start yeah. doing what you want to uh, do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You. And you need to get what yeah. we're twenty two years old. What do you want us to do? Like, girl, you need to get some money yeah. in. One, two, you're doing something you like, and three, me and exactly. you are going to Mumbai. <laughs> and the freelance world is twenty four seven. So don't come to me with that. I'd rather yeah. slave twenty four seven than work nine to five, bro. When I go home and I turn my phone off, ain't no one calling me. Whilst in the freelance world, bro, <laughs> you're getting belt. I've done podcasts at two in the morning. That's bullshit. I'm not doing like. Do you know what I'm saying? It's all. I would never. Yeah. I would never violate someone for doing their own thing, but I do feel like there's a culture of people hating on a nine to five, and I don't know what they mean by nine to five because technically I'm doing a nine to five, but as I said mm-hmm. before, money has to back. Money has to make. So I don't know what type of nine uh, to five you're doing, <laughs> but the nine to five that I'm doing is I I think that's pretty blessed. So I think that because yeah, to be well, I I yeah, I work till quite late. I work till like as in if I'm not doing yeah. shit with my mates, I'll work till like eleven Literally. every day. But it's for your own so thing. It, it's not. It's not. Yeah, but it's still not like it. it's like as in as much as I've said I love it. Yeah, yeah. We're literally doing another one. But as much as I as I've said I love it, I um, it is like sometimes you sit there and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Like yeah. this is so long. Um, but yeah, I definitely think I definitely think you're doing thank the you. right thing. I'll, personally, thank you. Love for that. I needed to hear that. But yeah, I, we've been the Squawker right. podcast. <laughs> Um, with Nikita and yeah we'll catch you man in a week maybe two maybe three who knows Merry Christmas and that (laughs) 